the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to Bob Bernie Live and the Don Crow Show on this uh, Friday afternoon. We are simulcasting once again in Columbus, Ohio, and in Washington, D.C. My name is Bob Bernie, and I have the privilege of hosting both my program, Bob Bernie Live in Columbus, and guest hosting Don Crow's show in Washington, D.C. Wherever you are listening, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. And here's my telephone number, 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. A lot to talk about today. But just first, real quick, uh, we will probably deal uh, more with the Israeli conflict, the war that Israel has uh, proclaimed, and rightfully so, against Hamas. Uh, Probably deal a little deeper with that in the later in the hour, or maybe even in the five o'clock hour. But this, I just saw this. Oh my goodness! It's no wonder that Americans have no confidence in the media at all. One o'clock today. NBC News released this story. In fact, it is dated at 1.03 p.m. Eastern Time. Headline, Conservatives Stoke Fears of a Hamas Attack in U.S. No Credible Threat, FBI Says. The FBI said this week it had no information indicating a credible terrorist threat against the United States. But social media pundits who have been raising the alarm for days aren't backing down. And then they began attacking Donald Trump and 
what used to be Twitter, which is now X. True Social is Donald Trump's social media platform, and then, of course, X is used to be uh, Twitter. And uh, the story, again, posted at 103. There is no evidence. Conservatives are stoking fear. They, they're, putting, they're putting forth conspiracies. Quote, The speculation with no evidence to support it has come from former President Donald Trump, his son Donald Trump Jr., and a host of right-wing commentators with big followings who issued vague warnings about imminent invasions or attacks. You read the rest of the story, and NBC News is saying, Terrorists wouldn't attack America. We don't. Oh, my goodness. Donald Trump is stoking fear and conspiracy theories. There's no evidence that terrorists would attack America. Really? Really? Uh, can anybody remember 9-11? But just NBC hates Donald Trump, and if Donald Trump said, hey, you better be careful, we may have terrorist attacks here in America. Well, NBC is going, it's a conspiracy by Donald Trump. Anyway, the reason I brought that up, this was posted by NBC at 1.03 p.m. today, okay? About an hour ago, which would have been about 3 o'clock, The State Department of the United States issued a warning for cities across America to be very vigilant because of the possibility of terrorist attacks. (laughs) NBC says it's all a conspiracy. The FBI says there's no credible threat. And And then a couple hours later, the State Department says, we better be very careful, we better be vigilant. Cities across America should be vigilant because of the potential terrorist attacks. Oh, my goodness. All right, uh, and then, of course, we need to know that uh, Steve Scalise has dropped out of the speaker's race. I'm telling you, the Republican Party in Washington, D.C. is in absolute total chaos. And listen, I am not a party loyalist by any means. I am a registered Republican. I think I've always voted Republican, but I'm not a party loyalist. And I am a little embarrassed that I am a registered Republican. What a mess. It honestly is like a bunch of third graders, or now first graders, out on the playground. I want to be captain of the team. You can't be captain. I want to be captain. No, he should be. No, she should be captain. Oh, this is... I, I agree with almost nothing for the Democrats. Except they are united, folks. They got a common goal. They got a common purpose. They are willing to lay aside their personal differences, not the Republicans. You got a few yahoos who are 
media hounds intoxicated with publicity and their own personal agenda. And they are the only ones that are right. And who cares about the rest of the country? They need to get their act together soon. These are troubling times. We need a Speaker of the House. And most of the rest of the world is laughing at the Republican Party. And the laughter is well-deserved, in my humble opinion. Real quick, before the break, I've got Ed in Springfield. Ed, we don't have a whole lot of time, but I wanted to get to you. It's Open Phone Friday. What's on your mind? Well, uh, just a... I wanted to talk about issue one primarily. Uh, one thing that bothers me about this whole thing is the mother has that thing in a, in a womb. She claims it's hers, and she can do whatever she wants with it. But we all know by science that thing has its own DNA, and if that DNA with another DNA outside of the womb hurts another one, that's a crime. And I, I, I people will not accept that fact, and it bothers me. And I that's one particular thing. You you've mentioned a lot of other things, and you will go on. But that that's the one crawl in my my gut that I hate to hear people lie about what real science is. And, and I might mention that tomorrow is the uh, eclipse. And the last time we had an eclipse, I used the uh, pinhole camera to low view it. So yeah. hopefully I can do it again today. So. That's, okay, uh, well, we need... So that's my, my short message for okay. you, Okay, um, thanks, Ed. I appreciate it. Thank you, and sorry we didn't have more time. Uh, for our friends in Washington, D.C., we've got an incredibly important election coming up soon. The uh, pro-death people want to make the most radical abortion amendment in America part of our constitution here in Ohio and we are fighting it. Alright, we'll be back. Today's news, God's word and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. I, I came, I came across this article. And by the way, welcome to Bobberty Live and the Don Crow Show. We are simulcasting today. I, I came across, I came across this article, and I just shook my head. I said, "Are you kidding me?" Now, I assume all of you know that all, and I mean all of the mainline Protestant denominations in America, are either dying or they are already dead. Why? Liberalism. They have gone to the left. They have abandoned the authority of Scripture. They have adopted the culture rather than God. And as a result, you know, as I say on my program, and I know Don does as well, everything the liberal left touches, they kill, whether it's political or whether it's theological. I once held out hope for the United Methodist Church. Uh, Not anymore. I really did. Of all the mainline Protestant denominations, I thought there was at least hope that there would be some kind of revival, a turning back to the authority of Scripture. No. 
Instead, thousands of churches have left the denomination. It is now nearing 7,000 individual congregations all across America have left the United Methodist Church. It's getting close to 7,000. Well, I want to read I want to read to you this headline. Like a revival. United Methodist Church bishops talk of a future with hope after over 6,000 churches depart. I thought revival? What? Huh? Yeah, here's the story. A group of United Methodist Church bishops participated in a panel discussion recently at the Church of the Resurrection's Leadership Institute in, I don't know what city it was in. It doesn't make any difference. Uh, Some of the participants, the Reverend Adam Hamilton, uh, the East Ohio, yeah, that's here, East Ohio Bishop Tracy Smith Malone, and then a Florida Bishop, uh, Bishop, uh, anyway, Uh, Several bishops of the United Methodist Church recently got together and uh, had a meeting and talked about the future of the United Methodist Church. You ready? United Methodist Church bishops have expressed optimism over the direction of their denomination after more than 6,400 individual congregations have voted to leave. They said the aftermath of the separation within their conferences has felt like a revival. What? Yeah. It's like, well, we got rid of those people. Now, why did all those churches leave? Because their allegiance to Scripture was greater than the allegiance to the denomination. Uh, Hamilton, one of the bishops, known for his support uh, of the homosexual movement, so began by noting that he had heard from people whose conferences had lost between 20 and 30 percent of all of their churches, and yet they were joyful and said it felt like a revival. They've lost 20 to 30 percent of all the churches. They said, wow, isn't this great? Yeah, <laughs> whoa. We're losing churches like crazy, and we love it, too. Malone, that's the bishop here in Ohio, Malone, whose conference had 36% of its members' churches leave, said, quote, it did truly feel like a revival. What planet are these people from? They're losing people like crazy. They're losing churches like crazy. And they're saying, it's like a revival. Uh, No, a revival is kind of like when you add people. Malone said there was a different spirit in the place. It felt like everyone could breathe. There was a renewed sense of hope and excitement and really believing that we are ready to forge ahead. Listen to this. 
We were tired of the fighting, tired of all the conversations being dominated by separation and disaffiliation. So in other words, she is saying, wow, we no longer have to be bothered by doctrine and whether things please God or not. We don't have to worry about that Bible stuff anymore. (laughs) We're free to breathe. We don't have to worry about the Bible and God anymore. We can do anything we want to do now. You know what this reminds me of? It would be like standing on the deck of the Titanic after hitting the iceberg and someone saying, isn't this great? We just hit an iceberg, and we're going to sink, and we all could die, but we will have ice for our iced tea. (laughs) Who cares about the iceberg and sinking and drowning? At least we have cold ice for our drinks. I just, it, it defies common sense. Instead of these bishops saying, oh my goodness, we are dying. Our numbers are dwindling. What can we do to repent before God? Instead of doing that, how can we stop the hemorrhaging? You know, there is no talk of revival. There's no talk of repentance. There is no talk of asking God for leadership and direction. Now we got rid of those Bible believers. Now we can do what we want to do. Here in Ohio, God is doing a new thing in the East Ohio Conference. Yeah, this conference here in Ohio, they've lost 36% of all of their churches. The bishop here said, we're hearing the same things from colleagues. There is a renewed sense of of hope. And then get this, quote, we're going to be smaller, but we're going to be better. And here's the clincher. We finally have people who love being United Methodists all together in one place. Not we finally have people who love Scripture or love God. No, we finally have people who love being United Methodist. That's what's important? Not loving God, loving God's word, loving people? No. No, we love the denomination. And like the Titanic, we're going to go down with a ship. Oh, my goodness. It just, oh, it defies description. All right, we'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.